2: We are wrapping up February 18th, 2023 on the road to WrestleMania and many more things going on in the pro wrestling world. And it is an interesting time to be a fan. No shortage of things to talk about. That's what we're healed to fulfill over the next hour, an hour and a half with you here on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Good evening to all of you watching live. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night to anybody else watching on the archive later on. I am Justin Labar, coming to you from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, being joined by two of my favorites that I get to be on here with. First, we'll go down south to beautiful Puerto Rico. She is the NYC Demon Diva Issa. And then up north of the border where all the action was tonight in WWE Universe from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. He is former WWE referee for more than 20 plus years. He is Mr. Jimmy Corderas. Jimmy, how are you tonight? I'm doing well.
4: I We're going to talk about it, but uh, I enjoyed this evening very much uh, for two reasons. One, Elimination Chamber, and two, Uh, Our heated rivals, the Montreal Canadiens, took a licking from the Toronto (laughs) Maple (laughs) Leafs. Issa, it is
2: fun when wrestling is good. Uh, And it's even better when wrestling is good and it's on a Saturday night. (laughs) We don't got to get up for work the next day.
1: I'll I'll give you one more. It's even better, better, better when Roman Reigns is your favorite
2: okay <laughs> indeed indeed we uh, we got some time
1: until Listen, no no oh, real talk right now Yeah. what a fun event i had a great time watching this ple from beginning to end bravo to wwe because i personally i i was not bored
2: mm-hmm. uh yeah I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna hold off on anything with chamber we're gonna let people f- continue to get in because i mean I, I, yes. I just even just even set the scene with it i see that the numbers are climbing people are coming in so i'm gonna let let that filter in for a second. Uh, first off, as everybody is uh, checking in uh, again, if you're doing so, wherever you are, I appreciate it. So it's, it's 1127 here on the East Coast, a little bit earlier on the West. If you're somewhere else around the world, if you're ever across the pond, thank you for really staying up. We really appreciate Of course, if you are checking us out on the archive, that is also appreciated as well. Please leave a comment, tweet any or all three of us. Uh, definitely leave a comment or, or uh, subscribe to the channel, five-star review, tell us what you're liking about the Wrestling Inc. podcast as we have much more to come on this Road to Mania and this year. Um, it, it has just been a crazy 24 hours when you want to look at headlines. So let's start with some headlines before we even jump in to Elimination Chamber. And I'm going to start with what was going down uh, last night on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, there please. was blood, There was blood in the Twitter streets. <laughs> and it was going down between the... Owner of all elite wrestling, Mr. Tony Khan, and Ariel Helwani, uh, uh notable uh, uh, MMA and WWE journalist. A fraud.
1: A fraud. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, but well, depending on which side you're on of this, uh, so let's let's set the scene here. So, first off, uh, WWE, of course, they were in Montreal also last night for, for Friday Night Smackdown, they're doing a, a doubleheader in Montreal here, Smackdown, and then. Uh, chamber, uh, a- Ariel Hawani, who works for BT Sport, which is WWE's television provider in the United Kingdom, uh, that's, that's that's worth noting. Uh, Hawani was uh, did the narration, did the voiceover for a video about Sami Zayn and his main event match against Roman Reigns. This aired uh, across WWE's um, you know programming and distribution. Well, this aired, and then after that goes out during the show last night, during WWE show last night. Tony Khan tweeted at Ariel Helwani and said, quote, you're a fraud. You're as legitimate of a reporter as Tony Schiavone. Uh, Tony taking taking not 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 liking the fact that Ariel Helwani is 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 doing this voiceover work is involved essentially in the the setting up of a major, uh, uh, major angle here, major, major title match. Uh, Helwani uh, did not sit around long. He responded, thanks for watching, old friend. Can't wait for our next chat. <laughs> also, don't listen to Snowman Shivani. You're a legend Snowman. in my books.
1: Oh, my God. Snowman. No, wow. He went. He went there, bro.
2: <laughs> okay. So, uh, and to give a little context before I, before we toss it out here, to give a little context for anybody who's who's still like, what is this? Ariel Hawani, a longtime journalist uh, who's who covered again uh, covered MMA, covered the pro wrestling. Uh, Hawani uh, did an interview with Tony Khan this past fall. It was probably the highest profile interview Tony had had done after the famous brawl out shenanigans between punks press conference. And then what happened and Hawani straight up asked Tony Khan to Tony Khan said, I appreciate the question but but he didn't answer it. And among many other topics on the interview, uh, Tony got kind of gave, um, you know, vague responses, as you say, and Hawani after the fact then said that that was probably one of the most frustrating interviews he'd ever had. Yep. So the, just to put that perspective in this, um, You know, so Tony saying you're about as legitimate as as Tony Schiavone working for me, trying to find the scoop backstage. Uh, And then Hawani firing back. Thanks for watching, old friend. Can't wait till we chat again. Another interview. And then calls him Snowman uh, while saying, Tony Schiavone, (laughs) you're still a legend to me. Issa, um, go ahead, please. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Listen, I pop big for Ariel's response. The snowman, whatever he's feeding into, whether it is into the IWC and the rumors, I don't care. I pop for it. I don't know that you would ever catch, unless it's Elon Musk, any other billionaire CEO, owner of a company behaving in that kind of way. And me personally, now this is a personal thing. I'm not here for people beefing with people on Twitter. I, I think it's a turn-off. I legitimately think it's a turn-off. Whether it's coming for Tony Khan or one of my friends, if you're like just going out, giving attention to that kind of stuff. It's just not my thing. So I don't like Tony Khan's social media behavior. I think he needs a PR thing <laughs> to take over it. But at the same time, I did pop for Ariel's response. So it's just not the way that you should be behaving. You're not just the owner of AW. You own, you know, you're part of the Jaguars. You're part of other big companies. It's just, look, it's not...
2: Uh Jimmy this was uh this was a uh, this was some Twitter tough guy stuff. Uh is this a yeah. case of where I mean Tony I mean you know is this a case of where you when you have that much money in the world maybe you just kind of feel a little bit like you can say or do whatever you want to say or do?
4: I I don't know if that's what it is but when you when you are a businessman and you are in a big business like he is and he's a, as much money as he has you have to uh, at least present yourself like you are a businessman. You don't sound like a Twitter tough guy coming out there and throwing jabs at Ariel Hawani because maybe you have a little beef with him over something that happened a, a little while back. It just doesn't look professional. It looks amateurish. It looks uh, sophomoric, for lack of a better term. It just, it just, from a presentation standpoint, it doesn't make him look good. Of course, his fans will feed into it, and they'll just say, "Oh, there we go. There's our owner." Just say, you know, just, no, it just doesn't look very professional at all.
1: And Ariel Hawani has probably three plus times the following that Tony Khan has just throwing that out there mm-hmm. but you know he's he's a i thought
2: i thought you were gonna say the following that, i thought you were gonna say the following that AEW has
1: uh, i mean agree also i mean he's mm-hmm. passed a million uh, AEW can't even hit a million viewers no shade i've been drinking too so pay no attention to what i say but <laughs> <laughs> but i mean tony caught at three hundred thousand going after ariel i've have always even before he started covering pro wrestling, when he was just doing strictly MMA, I have always been a big fan of Ariel's work. So maybe going after Ariel just wasn't a thing that I'd be, you know, get behind on Tony Khan's side. I think Ariel does a great job. He's from from Montreal. I love seeing him on SmackDown tonight. I love seeing him being part of AEW. And even before the Tony Khan interview, Ariel has been covering WWE programming. So I don't understand why this came as a shock to him. I don't.
4: It just comes off very petty. Very Yeah,
1: petty. but you can still do petty and still be come out on top. He didn't. And then his response to being called a snowman was, good luck with the unbiased journalism. <clears throat> yeah.
2: Yeah, good I mean, uh, <laughs> at, at, at 1. 1.3 1. 3 million followers just on Twitter for Helwani, Uh mm-hmm. when he hits that tweet button, that does... That does have that is reaching more than what Dynamite has averaged us. So I don't know mm-hmm. where the argument is. In all seriousness, I actually can. Um, th- I think there's actually there is a conversation there of like, and, and, this, and the lines get blurred because you're doing it, it is sports entertainment. It is it's something that WWE uh, has continued to push, especially recently, <clears throat> to get covered more traditionally, like. NFL or any other sport would right as we speak as we record us right now they're doing press conference uh you know they, they do the you know they, so they, they've been opening themselves up to more traditional media things like press conferences uh media calls so it is, I mean it is a blurred line if you do that but there's also part of the, it is a sh- there is there's parlor tricks that need to be kept secret there's there's things that the outcome is needs to be kept secret. so so it's a weird blurred line so I can even appreciate a conversation being had of somebody who is employed by a TV distributor who's supposed to be covering and interviewing. I think there's a conversation. There is a journalism ethics conversation somebody wants to have. I don't think it's a fiery one. I just think it's a conversation of how has the media evolved? How do you treat something that is so unique to pro wrestling and sports entertainment? How do you, where's the line? Stop of treating it like whatever. But Tony Khan's approach to it, just, lo- Jimmy said the word petty. It just, it looks so amateur. It's like, come on, dude. Like, I I don't want to compare Tony to every other business owner or or just directly to triple h as, as being the guy that being the two bookers but like you just wouldn't get that comment from that just it, it just makes you look real just amateur as is the is the word i'll go with here so uh it's definitely gotten a lot of uh response and then ariel Holwani of course was there at the chamber tonight was ringside at one point and michael cole <laughs> michael,
1: yo yo
2: <laughs> michael cole leaning into it going uh, you know, I, we said something, you know, Ariel's not unbiased. And and and, yeah. uh, and, and he asked the hard-hitting questions.
1: There's something about, and, and I don't know, maybe it is because he just, I don't know if he's so, he jumps on his instincts a lot. So the way that WWE responds, it just always looks pettier and better done. And I pop <laughs> for Michael Cole's comment tonight. I'm not going to lie.
4: <laughs> yeah. But there's a difference there. They were doing it kind of like in... Uh, it wasn't done out of malice. It was kind of done like, okay, we're going to have some fun with this,
1: which is sure, Jimmy. You know, <laughs> no,
4: no, they, that's they were having fun with it. They were, as opposed yeah. to, you know, doing it because oh, I'm pissed off at this guy. They they, they took advantage of a situation. They said, ah, okay, rib time, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're
2: all here for it. We're all here for everybody pettiness and, and trolling that's going to be done. It's 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 uh. We're all here.
1: I'm just saying, Justin, you you cover it through a through a different platform. I co- we all cover it through different platforms. WWE offers you a couple of bucks to film a video package from them. That doesn't make you unbiased. You still work for Busted Open Radio. You still work for who you work with. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't think mm-hmm. it made any sense to come off that way because Okay, whatever. You get the point. You get the
2: point. No, it, it, the, again, there's blurred lines. Um, there, there's blurred, You know, WWE again. They, they've been they've been uh, trying to bring on more people that work from other parts of the media uh, and have them on the pre shows, giving their opinion. Which you know, it, 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 yes, it is. It, it is a new step to have a media member voiceovering a package that is promoting and building to your main event. I, I, I can I can see that. I can see that is a new step. Is it right or wrong? I, I don't know. That's where I said there's a debate to be had. Um, but just, but again, Tony's approach to it of bringing that conversation. If, if he thought he was being snarky and fun, I think it really got burned back in space. face. So.
1: Listen, yeah. I'm just throwing this out there because I've been asking and I've been giving hints that WWE might be coming to Puerto Rico anytime soon. WWE, if you need somebody to do a very Puerto Rican voiceover, I'm here and I will remain mm-hmm. unbiased. Thank you. There
2: you, there you go. go. There you <laughs> go um you can uh what what wh- wh- uh how did uh how did chavo guerrera's song start uh ooh chavo maybe you can Whoa. do the maybe maybe for uh dom you can do the ooh poppy ooh. or something you know oh, hey you, <laughs> you know
1: it el jefe Dude. tribal that's how you say tribal chief in spanish oh.
2: okay i like that <laughs> you know. all right well while we um while we debate over tony khan's tweets uh, more debate is uh, cropping up uh, from the AEW side of the world, but maybe it uh, once again crosses into the WWE world. We don't know. There has uh, been speculation, a buzz on the internet about. Um, uh, well, first, right now, uh, Switchblade Jay White uh, looks like he could be done very soon here with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, you know, he's of course been uh, as it, as it tends to be, being a rumor of oh, could he wind up in WWE? Well, then, wrestling observers Dave Meltzer. Uh, he's reporting that WWE is interested in a much bigger free agent than jay white having said that uh according to fightful select who has noted that there's some interest and then wrestling co. Th- they're all saying that kenny omega is of interest to wwe wrestling news.co goes as far to say that that is the bigger free agent that dave did not name specifically um fightful select does note however that uh while Omega's contract initially was supposed to be expiring, I believe, in February in, in this month, that it's possible that some time could be added to it due to the injury uh, time off uh, that, that, that Omega missed. Uh, so it, it's not clear yet when his contract is up with AEW, but it seems the one thing everybody can agree on is that there has been interest from WWE's side. Jimmy, this is, of course, notable because, you know, I think if this, story, if, if, if this is the story... Uh, 13 months ago, I'd have a hard time believing. But, you know, we already saw one of the foundation members, one of the EVPs in AEW leave and go to WWE. Of course, that's Cody Rhodes this time last year. So I think it brings a little bit more attention to the fact of, uh, you know, could WWE offer enough money, enough of a good situation? And does Kenny watch the presentation and treatment of Cody Rhodes
4: and go, I like some of that. Yeah, it's, it's, anything is possible in this world of professional wrestling. It's not so clear-cut us. Yes, it is us versus them when you're playing for the other team. But at the same time, let's be honest. Everybody growing up in a certain era grew up watching WWE, F slash WWE. And with WWE being the number one promotion out there right now, that is their goal. And if it's possible for Kenny to make more money there, And get, you know, his, I I already, you're talking about a great story, you know, being brought in. Maybe you can uh, tie that uh, story between him and Cody together into WWE. You left us to come here. I came to show you that this isn't the place to be. I've come to take you out or whatever the case may be. You know, some kind of story like that or, you know, but as far as whether there's validity to this story, I've, of course there's probably validity to the story because you know, I think everybody at one point or another, whether they say, "Oh, I don't want to, put, you know, work for them because they're too strict and they keep uh, keep us a little more handcuffed," whatever the case may be, still it is the number one promotion in the world right now.
2: Issa uh jimmy said something and i've said it to jimmy before maybe i don't know if it's on the air but i've said it off the air and i texted to somebody else tonight I text this very thing and, and and jimmy kind of alluded to it and i want to bring it up to you it which is that is the one advantage that is one of the biggest advantages that WWE has they had a they have a 40 plus year head start on AEW in the sense of most of your locker room they grew up as kids or when they were you know bumping and training and throwing up and, and doing all the all the things you have to do paying your dues and when you're riding the road for a lot of hours for a little money you do all of it with that innate drive of you want to one day work and headline wrestlemania not double or nothing and i say that just out of because wrestlemania is a 40 Ouch. year almost 40 well it's almost that, no, that's no, the know, advantage know, you have and so especially when you're somebody like kenny omega who's Gone to the top of the mountain, in AEW. You've already, you know, He's already, he's already done what to do at AEW. It, it, it That's that's an advantage that WWE has over a lot of talent is that they can say we 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 we're the dream that dr- that drove you for all these years, and so they express some interest. I'm not saying everybody's going to come over, but if they bat their eyes at them, you're at least going to listen.
1: Mm-hmm. One thousand million percent, Lavar, you're absolutely right. And if I listen, let's just keep everything that you say aside any wrestling company including the biggest in the world you'd be an idiot to not want to go for Kenny Omega a world global star known everywhere and if you're Kenny Omega you also be an idiot to at least not look at what they have to say you already did your thing in New Japan how many dream matches are left for Kenny Omega in aew everything left for him to do right now is in WWE so listen whatever whether he ends up in aew or WWE, I think it would be silly to not expect this conversation to be had. At least a conversation to be had between both of these parties. Kenny Omega is a big star. I have a lot of dream matches for him in WWE. And I think if I'm WWE, I'm shooting my shot. And if I'm Kenny Omega, I'm going to at least look at it and decide if I'm swiping right or left on it.
2: So, <laughs> and, well, and if you're Kenny Omega, you're smart to listen. And oh, by the way, if, if the fact that you are listening – if that happens to float and get to the internet and get to Tony Khan's desk, that's okay too because that's yes. called negotiations, my friend. That's called it's, leverage. That's
1: exactly how you do it. We yeah. heard so many people, even Brock Lesnar. How many times have we heard that Brock Lesnar was negotiating with Dana White to get more mm-hmm. money from WWE? This is how you do it. This You got to play the game. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. No if, pun intended. If, 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 <laughs> it's, it, yeah, right. It's okay. If, if, if Kenny Omega lets it slip to somebody that's and it gets, yeah. oh, gets on the internet that he's listening to a WWE offer... All of a sudden, you go back to TK. Hey, Tony, what are you going to give me? That's the Mm -hmm. way to do it.
4: And
1: he's just going to go on a podcast and cry about contract tampering because that's what he does. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. There you go. Looking at some super chats again. If I don't get to them right now, uh, we will have them uh, bookmarked to get to once mm-hmm. we uh, get to that part of the show. Uh, but this one about all elite wrestling, and this will be the last we talk about AEW here in the news block. And that's uh, Huffman Elite Training, ten dollars. Thank you. Saying I've lost most interest and respect for AEW compared to when it was created. I really hoped it was similar to ECW and provide a great alternative to WWE, but it has been a clown show. Con is a problem. You know that that general timeline take when when AEW launched Dynamite. There was a lot of buzz. It was so unique. It was so fresh. And, and, and Raw and SmackDown was so redundant and formulaic mm-hmm. as it had been. Dynamite had a lot of momentum. Pandemic hit. I think AEW handled a lot of the pandemic better from the way that they presented their shows. <laughs> WWE tried with the Thunderdome, but I think the way AEW did it, it I, I just think it came off better if I look back at it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, really, uh, you know, the last year and a half and especially the last six months um, – the, the 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 again the the advantage that wb has of all these decades is starting to show and the inc- the inconsistent rookie element that aid the, the disparity is starting to show and i think that that super chat kind of sums that up
1: my favorite thing about Hoffman's super chat is the word alternative i did think that aw mm-hmm. felt like an alternative on the beginning maybe even up to that like you said that pandemic era once we came back from that, it started feeling like they were competing, and it just hasn't felt the same. There are some things about AW that I still enjoy. There are some things that I wish that would change, but they they do not longer feel like something completely different, which is what I really really hanged on to on the beginning of AW being created, and I and I still hope they go back to that.
4: Yeah, yeah, uh, like like the the references every week that, that to the other team, uh, you know, it's. It, Yes, I get it. There is a bit of a competition there. You want to draw their audience. You want to become the number one brand. But like you said, Justin, 40-year head start. And here's a company that's gone through some ups and some downs. And there's one thing they've always been able to do is once they've gone through that that valley, they've always been able to climb that hill back up again. That's just the way this business works. It goes up and down. And WWE has mastered it better than anybody so far.
1: Right.
2: All right, well, that's going to do it for our news headlines. If you want to read more about them or our additional headlines, please go to WrestlingInc.com 24-7. Sites always being updated with the news. All right, let's go ahead and jump in to the reason why we're all here, which is the WWE's Elimination Chamber, the last premium live event on the road to Mania. Just setting the scene here, This going into this tonight, uh, 17,000 people sold out in Montreal in the Bell Center. Uh,
1: awesome, awesome. A, a
2: five-match card five match obviously right. there's two of the matches are going to take up considerable time because of, of the chamber five match Quality card. every over
1: quantity Keep yes
2: every about. every single match had stakes it meant something mm-hmm. uh there was a a hype around all five matches um mm-hmm. which i think you know and and the and the crowd let it be heard the crowd was not just loud for Sami Zayn. the crowd was loud tonight great In crowd memory.
1: tonight great yeah. crowd tonight
2: yes uh so let's go ahead and jump into the opening match which i kicked it off with the women's elimination chamber you got Asuka, Carmelo, Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross in the pods first and then to start in the ring it's Natalia and Liv Morgan uh, immediately uh, as we get going here um, you know Natalia and Liv work but we first are going to get Nikki eliminated Nikki Cross is going to get eliminated uh, eventually Liv Morgan she's going to pass out to two submission holds being applied to her by both uh Natalia and Oscar
1: wait
4: a as- yeah
2: Yes, very, very, very much so. Asuka's got the Oscar's going to kill you a chance mm-hmm. going. and She's just uh, leveling off on Carmella at one point. Uh, Natty gets eliminated. Raquel gets eliminated. And so we come down to Asuka and Carmella here. Crowd very much behind Asuka all the way from her entrance. She's going to end up making Carmella tap. So Asuka is going to WrestleMania to challenge Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Issa, was this the right woman to walk out with her hand raised?
1: Uh, yes, if she's going to win at Mania. And okay. I do not see Bianca losing anytime soon, so I'm already invested, I will give you that. Asuka does not have a good track record at WrestleMania. And my whole thing going into this is, if Asuka's not winning at Mania, don't have her win here. She lost against Charlotte, she lost against Ria. She, she lost that tag team match i want to see asuka get a big win now there is a little bit of a reset on asuka and her character here we've seen her at the rumble we've seen it tonight so maybe she is the one to beat bianca no matter what happens no matter who wins this match is going to be a. allow me to quote sheamus banger mm-hmm. but i really really want to see asuka finally get a big win at wrestlemania uh, so I'm happy that she won. I felt like it was a little bit predictable, but that didn't take away from the chamber match. I enjoyed it. I felt like the person that Nikki Cross went out first, and even then she got that that spot from the top of the pot. She still got to shine. Love what they did for Liv Morgan here. She never tapped. Um, you know, she has such a great showing at the Rumble. I didn't think she was winning here, but I didn't want her to just get pinned easily, and she didn't. I also did think that Raquel came off great. Natalia. Always looks good. I, I I have fun. Was it my favorite chamber match of the night? No, the men killed it tonight. But that doesn't take away from how much fun I had watching the women in this um, chamber match.
2: Jimmy, when I was making my predictions for Wrestle Rumble, I put Asuka down. Asuka's who I tweeted because, as Issa said, there's been a reset with her character since she came back from Rumble. A lot of momentum. She didn't win Rumble, so it kind of felt like she's going to win here. Having said that, though, as I put Asuka down, My number two would have been Carmella just because it's like, all right, the winner's going to challenge Bianca, a very over babyface. Asuka is getting the babyface reception. So Mm -hmm. they don't often go babyface versus babyface in Mania matches anymore. Are you surprised by this? And is Asuka the right choice?
4: Uh, I am a little surprised by this. As far as the right choice I think I have to agree with Isa here. It depends on the outcome at WrestleMania. It, like it's easy to say now that yes, she's the right choice or no, she's not the right choice. It depends on what the end game is. And that's that, that for me is important. I mean, you could could have made an argument for someone like uh, a Liv Morgan who's over really big right now, or a Raquel, Raquel. You, yeah. you know, who's a, who's a young star who's on the rise. And, but at the same time, again, if if it's for her, if it was Raquel and she was to go to WrestleMania and not win the title, then what was the reason for her winning here? So at least uh, I will say this: every everybody in the women's chamber match was taken care of. Nobody yeah. came out of it looking uh, worse for wear. Let's put it that way: the, the 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 ones that got eliminated didn't get hurt by the eliminations. Uh, but but to answer your question. Whether it's the right choice, Oscar, it's a good choice because you're going to get a hell of a match, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And with the reset button, maybe she is destined to to have her WrestleMania moment, so to speak. And maybe this is going to be it.
2: So, so it, 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 let me ask you both. So, if Oscar Oscar's going to Mania, we know this. If Oscar's going to Mania against Bianca Belair, if Oscar loses, are you saying that that's a mistake? They should have just put they had, should have had somebody yeah. else win. One thousand percent,
1: they should I have Raquel. I think Raquel versus Bianca. Uh, Live, I just, I just think that, and I'm just going based on history here, just, I think that Asuka, while putting on bangers, I love her match against Charlotte, I love her match against Rhea, but she lost them. And I do feel like, like Asuka needs that mania moment. If not, don't put her in the situation. That's just my personal take on this.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm intrigued by the crowd's response to Asuka. So, um, but I don't, I, I don't honestly don't know yet if I want to see her dethrone Bianca because I'm a big fan of Bianca and I think, but I think but Bianca's maybe, maybe.
1: great, but that's what I'm saying. If you know that she's great yeah. and you don't want her to lose the title, don't put Asuka in the position. Mm-hmm.
2: So we'll keep an eye on how that builds uh, to Mania. Sheed Black, four ninety nine. Thank you, Sheet, saying everything got better after the women's elimination chamber match. Unfortunately, I, I didn't it. like the women's version. Oh, I, liked I, I it. like like Issa, like Issa said earlier. I it was it was the lesser of the two, but I still thought it was a really good chamber match. Oh yeah. Um,
1: I I would even hate to tell you this. My least favorite match was Brock and Bobby. Oh, and
2: we'll, we'll get we'll into get... it. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Uh-huh. We'll get to that. Uh. By the way, Isa, I, I know I'm jumping the gun on this. I just noticed though when you were when you moved closer, I just noticed you are wearing your Roman Reigns uh, yes. jewelry. Yes,
1: I got this. <laughs> I got this at WrestleMania 32 because I'm a real ride or die. Okay, I'm not a bandwagon that that got it here when he became the tribal chief. I've been here since day one. Okay, WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. My nephew bought this for me, so this is my favorite Roman Reigns uh, merch that I own.
2: You've been acknowledging him from day one. You
1: you know it, LaVar. You know it. I know.
2: It. I know. I know. I know. All right. Moving on. I know you worship him, and I I know you worship this guy as well. Uh, the Beast, Brock Lesnar, up against Bobby Lashley. Why? This is the rubber match, as they continue to call it. This is uh, fast out of the gate. As commentary notes, neither man works by gets paid by the hour. Suplexes, spears, F5s, all in the first few minutes. Brock gets put in the hurt lock, that fool Nelson from Bobby Lashley. And then Brock kicks his leg back, low blows Lashley right in plain view of the ref to see it. DQ gets called. So Bobby Lashley goes down as the victor in this. Brock not happy after the match. F5s to Lashley, F5s to the referee. That was all planned. Crowd chanting for a lot of ref
1: bumps tonight, Mm. huh, Jimmy? Mm
2: -hmm. He, uh, well, well, hang on, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, he F5s Lashley then outside to the announcer table, and then they go to hit the music, and I think we saw another rumble situation. Brock decided to keep the segment going.
1: <laughs> yes, I Chad, called it. I called it.
2: <laughs> poor Chad Patton gets pulled out of the ring yep. and ends up having to take the F5 onto the rumbles of the uh, carnage of the <laughs> broken-down announce table. Jimmy, we have to go to the ref first. Okay. Uh, I, uh, to your reaction of uh, Brock losing via DQ, obviously a protection situation to protect both he and Bobby. Are you okay with it?
4: Uh, no. Uh, I was right. enjoying the match up until that point. I thought they were both it was a hard-hitting match. They were both selling well for each other up until that finish because that finish you, you heard it. You heard it tonight. Bobby was basically the heel. Brock was the babyface. That crowd loved him. And that was a heel finish, basic, plain and simple. Well, you know, that low blow blatant in front of the referee, and then uh, Brock going into I don't want to say going into business for himself, but just taking out everybody and looking like a beast afterwards. That's that's stuff that that heels do. I, I, I didn't understand it, it didn't make sense to me to have that kind of finish. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, are they going to continue this rivalry going down the road with a, no rules involved, no DQs, whatever the case may that's be, what a they need Match do. a pit match or like, or something like that with a special guest referee, like a Ken Shamrock, who can't, you know, who can fight back, but I, I would rather have Haku, but anyways, that's
2: hang on. Isa, I'm going to I'm going to give you one second. I want to finish one real quick with Jimmy. Uh, your Brock comes out Brock's he's he's babyface Brock he's having a good time he's cowboy Brock Mm -hmm. Lashley comes out Lashley's doing the high fives both come out and are approaching his faces Mm -hmm. but then yeah there then there is but then Bobby's getting booed most of the match Brock does the heel thing to end the match um that that all was kind of and 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 that's confusing a little bit to that. I had picked Bobby Lashley to win because I thought there was going to be shenanigans of hurt business, and that that that's how they were going to protect this, and they were going to go on to Mania. Why
1: would you? Shame on
2: you. Well, I was thinking logic. Okay, so Isa, let me turn to you. They this looks like there's more to be done. This is unfinished business, right? Yes, Which, but but
1: but what? The, what
2: but unfinished it looks unfinished business
1: way. is there? Like well, so I
2: don't I... well it. Well, I don't know. It looks like it's unfinished business, but maybe not. And then the other factor on SmackDown. Bray Wyatt right. and Uncle Howdy put out notice to whoever walks out between Bobby and Brock, whoever. So I, I, I don't know. So I guess go ahead. What do you, I mean, what are we yeah, doing Yeah, so
1: here? Bray Wyatt has a dead wish. We don't need to get into that. We'll see where that goes. I have an important question before I give you my opinion. Jimmy okay. Corderas, do you acknowledge and accept Brock Lesnar as a fellow Canadian at this point?
4: Maybe that's why he was getting cheered because he does live in Canada. He was. Like he, yeah. Yes.
1: He fought fought out of Canada for UFC 200. I Mm -hmm. have that jersey. Like this man is very proud to live there. So I had a feeling that the crowd was going to be on Brock's side here tonight. Lamar, to your question, there was too many shenanigans in the first two matches for them to pull this off again. The Mm -hmm. first match, Some of us waited 10 years to see this big meaty man slapping meat fest. I've been waiting for it for a long time. The first match, you have Paul Heyman become involved because Brock was still in that storyline with Roman. The second match, you have Brock beat him in kind of like a sneaky way. And then then, uh, Lashley does the beat down after the match. I needed to see a real match between these two men tonight. If you continue it to Mania, I'm not going to feel as invested as I have felt the last three times. There's so many times you can cry wolf before we stop believing you. And you already like you, you have ran out of time at this point, go to Gunther and Brock, go to Bray and Bobby at this point. It's just not for me. I was having fun until the finish. The match was giving me what I needed to see from the two of them. And then, you kind of ruined that. At some point, you had to stop protecting them and let somebody go over clean.
4: And 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 if I could just for a second, there you mentioned Bray. Where does this leave Bray? Because as we saw on SmackDown, it, it looked like he was next for one of these two, at least, anyways. And mm-hmm. it, with this looking like unfinished business between them two, where does Bray fit in?
2: Well, it looks like unfinished business, but it might. But kind of what he's saying, this might just be it. It might just be. It might just be a case where we just accept that you know, b- both men are just obviously. Th- threats you know yeah Brock felt a little threatened we had to cheat but it might be there's nothing more to do here obviously WWE does not want to make a a definitive situation of one of them getting pinned or submitting to the other one they they just don't they they, that's been proven by their past interactions. so to your question Jimmy here's what I think and issa basically said it but here's what I think I think if if Bray Wyatt he did call out and say basically whoever's going to win between Bray and Bobby Bobby technically won I could see Bray and I guess Uncle Howdy doing something with Bobby, and then if Bobby does have the Hurt Business, and people like to boo the Hurt Business, so that would keep the momentum or or fanfare with Bray and and, and Uncle Howdy that you want. That's one thing. I'll tell you what. I think they're going to elevate the U.S. title, what we're going to see at Mania, which we'll get to in a little bit. I would love to elevate the IC title and have Gunther, Gunther, whatever the proper. G- hey, I, hell, I mean, I, I fr- when was the last time that we really got because it? Because he fresh? did
1: lose in a, in a DQ kind of way. He didn't lose in a way where he got pinned, so he doesn't look any less strong if he wanted mm-hmm. to go. Like his face off, when he faced yeah. off with Gunther at the Rumble, the crowd just lost
2: it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When was the last time Brock had a match at Mania against an opponent that was the first time he was facing them? I mean, look at I mean, his mania opponents are always you know it's Roman, it's Taker, it's it's mm-hmm. like that. I mean, that would be you know that would be a real attraction to see him. You know are res- right. And, and, the last time they- I was high mm-hmm.
1: for a for a Brock match was WrestleMania 31. The first time he faced me mm-hmm. Man- Roman, that's the last time that I remember being like, I can't wait for this.
2: Hmm. I mean, even even when he took on Goldberg, he had he yeah. faced Goldberg at Survivor Series that or that, that don't talk about that. <laughs> so I mean, I just but you know it looks like they're making a point to elevate the U.S. and IC title. It looks like Triple under Triple H's regime. They the have title. to move
1: on. They have to right. move on from Bobby well, Lashley. They have mm-hmm. to. Right.
2: The world title is, is one world title. Yes, there are two physical straps, but the wording is the undisputed universe. So it, it, it sounds like mm-hmm. Triple H is like we are going to have one world champion. But to supplement that, he has elevated the U.S. and IC titles. Again, U.S. Right. we'll get to in a second. IC title, what a way to elevate it to have Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. against your, your IC champion.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, Brock has
1: never gone after that title. But I'm mm-hmm. very disappointed. If this is how we end. Bobby, and Brock. Some of us waited 10 years for the match. You gave us three of them in a matter of a year, and none of them delivered to the point that we all expected it to. It's like saving yourself for marriage and he falls asleep. Like, that. that, it it was bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 10 years!
4: (laughs) 10 years! (laughs) Wow.
2: (laughs) Like, saving yourself for marriage and he falls asleep. Wow, that's amazing.
4: Uh, hold on, let me write that
2: down. I had to take a drink for that one.
4: <laughs> Ooh,
2: all right. I got a feeling that clip will be on Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, let's keep it moving, folks. Uh, or actually, just a reminder, I, I'm at my time queue, I have to remind everybody this. Five-star review, please. <laughs> tell yes. us what you like about the podcast. Leave a comment, tweet, and hear all of us. I love it when you tweet me and tell me where you are in the world. Or what you're doing when you uh, take. I love the tweets. I love Mm. the
1: mentions. I legitimately, Mm. I always like retweets. So let us know where you're listening from and 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 let Jack Farmer know that I'm better. Thank you.
2: (laughs) I'm not getting between that. All right, up next here (laughs) we got the mixed tag action. It is of course Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley from Judgment Day up against Edge and Beth Phoenix. Michael Cole spitting the fun facts as he's loving to do these days. 17 years. It's been 17 years since Edge wrestled a match in Montreal. That's in, that's, that's that's insane. Uh when you yeah. think about that. But the crowd certainly hyped up to see him. Uh Dominic Mysterio, of course, is out there alongside mommy the heat, sport. the loud, heat of Dom. Loud F Dom, loud FU Dom chance by mm-hmm. the crowd. Um, just just incredible heat there. I think we mm-hmm. all know where is hidden for Dom, which is gonna be exciting. Right. Um, a couple spots here, real quick. Edge is about to get the hot tag from Beth. Finn goes down under the ring, comes out to the side, pulls Edge off the apron so he can't get the hot tag. That was pretty, mm-hmm. uh, you don't see that too often. Uh, Beth gives a superplex from the top to Rhea Ripley from the top rope. That was a big moment. Uh, ref distraction. Dom throws in the brass knucks. Little ill time here. Brass knucks get used. Beth's supposed to cut it off. Uh, uh, everybody had to do the rest stalling. Little rough there. Going to bring it up because I, I we bring up on the other show when things like yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. it was bad. I saw it. Too. Um, yeah, it they had
1: to reset. It.
2: They had to reset from there, but I thought they reset and regained to get out of this to the finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ladies double power bomb their respective so male good. opponents. Pretty cool spot, and mm-hmm. then the finish, uh, a spear from Edge, and then the Shatter Machine uh, with Beth uh, from Beth. giving Edge and Beth Phoenix Phoenix the win. Uh, Again, I picked them. I thought this needs to be the end of the story. We can't get any more out of this. Uh, This needs to be the end. Beth can't pin Rhea because Rhea is still on her way to Mania title match. You can't pin Rhea. So Edge pinning Finn the right way to go here. Um, Issa, uh, your reaction to the match, and then I guess if you want to tail off, what do we see next with Edge?
1: I had so much fun watching this match. That's the best way to describe Mm -hmm. it. I love that I felt like the women stole the show here. And I love that they didn't have the women be involved in the finish. Because like you said, I did think they needed to give something to the home crowd. And I didn't think it was going to be Sammy saying. So I had a feeling this is where we were going to go with a big win. Um, but I, I love the heat on Dominic Mysterio. The, the, the crowd was crazy. I, I absolutely adored it. I, I didn't like the spot. It was so obvious that they were so Mm -hmm. late to break off that pin. And that is my only complaint about this match. I thought the women killed it. Where do we go next? Apparently Edge has responded to Austin Theory open challenge on Monday. So I do think Edge is moving on from the Judgment Day onto something else. It does appear that Edge is going to face Austin Theory for the United States Championship, based on what I'm seeing coming out of the press conference here. But if mm-hmm. this is how it ends, it was a fun ride, and I'm glad that we did have a finish to what happened at Extreme Rules. I know that was mm-hmm. a while back, but I did think we needed to close that chapter. Very well done. Shout out to Beth and Rhea. They were they were beasts tonight, and and you just you love to see it.
2: Mm-hmm. Jimmy, uh, Edge wrote the foreword to your book. Yes. Uh, I, uh, three count. It's on my shelf over here. I encourage everybody to, to go buy it. Uh, I have it reaction... digital.
1: I have it digital. I'm sorry, Lover. Yeah. I'm not cool like you. I have it on my phone, okay?
2: Well, I, I got the old-fashioned kind, so that way I can have Jimmy sign it whenever I see him. Mm-hmm.
1: I have it signed my phone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jimmy, is this the right call? Did Beth and Edge need to get their closure here?
4: Yeah, I think if – so, like, everyone can move forward. The judgment Day could move on, and and you can get Dom and Rhea doing their thing. And Edge, uh, like, like Issa said, it was funny that you said that because I didn't know that that was said in the press conference because I was thinking, okay, what could be next for Edge? It would be to go after the Intercontinental Championship or the United States Championship – which
1: is, uh,
4: oh my goodness. Edge is on Raw, number. so US. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, US the title.
1: US title. Yeah.
4: So go, you know, and again, he could start that whole thing calling him kid and, hey, you old man, you retire again and whatever. And that makes perfect sense. And Edge is the perfect guy who could elevate Austin Theory, whether this happens at WrestleMania, unless that rumored WrestleMania match, I won't say right. it's here, yes. happens, but this could elevate Austin Theory and help set up that match for WrestleMania that's being
1: rumored about before. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah. I, 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 yeah. The miscue there on the um, the, the false was there. I, mm-hmm. Even the get the getting in there. I think Beth ended up getting it in her hand. Whatever. Right. But overall, that aside, I thought what was done here was good. This was this is the end of the chat that was needed. I, I love the coordination of the yeah. ring gear between Beth and Edge. I love the Bull Nakano, uh homage that she did, which Corey Graves noted. Uh, go ahead, Jimmy.
4: No, no. Sorry to interrupt. It just mm-hmm. uh, on that on that finish that. The, the false finish that didn't come off as good as it should have. It just goes to show you that once you, when you don't get too many reps in the ring, it, it, stuff yeah. like that can be a hindrance. You know, your timing can be off right. on certain things. And that's all, it, that's what it was. The timing was completely off. And, and yes, it was noticeable. But like you said, they did recover from it. Yeah. Kind of, kind of help people not yeah. overshadow the match
2: that spot happens you feel you feel the worst for your brotherhood you feel the worst of the ref because the ref he knows it's not the finish so he, right. he, he right. Has to pull. he's trying he has his
1: to, best to just like be as slow as possible yeah <laughs> he's got to
2: pull up but it's not his fault um right. but I, I again i bring it up because i know you know the three of us do wednesday night's podcast so i know that if if i don't call something like that out i'm gonna get the well what you know because we we take note of when the 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 communication, especially with ref situations, happened with AEW. So I'm, I'm calling it out, so nobody can say that I didn't didn't acknowledge it. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, I think they did what they had to do here, and i I'm, I'm good. I, I want to see them all move forward. We've, it's been a year of Judgment Day Edge stuff. It's time to right. time to move on. I will I, say
1: I, it didn't take away from my enjoyment of this match. I had fun. No. The best way that I can describe it is I have fun watching this match, and it doesn't get any better than that.
2: I I can't say enough. I, I say it every week. I am such a Rhea Ripley fan. She, I, ah. I just, I can't, I, I can't. I Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crushing. I don't know. I thought, I thought this was just wrestling analyst in me. <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm crushing. Maybe, maybe, I don't know what's going on. Um,
1: Rhea's great, but Bette Phoenix also looked like a beast tonight. I thought she was great. There's a, there's a couple of these women that retire so early that I see them in the ring now. Michelle McCool, Trish Stratus, Lita, Bette Phoenix. That I'm like, just come back one more run. Why not? Like, they look so good. Bet Phoenix looked incredible tonight.
2: Hey, uh, shout out to Marvin B. Who uh, super chatted us a few minutes ago. said, listening from Paris, France. 6 a.m. and it's great.
1: Shout That's out awesome. to you. We're international.
2: Sure. I'd, I'd love to be in Paris right now. That'd be would uh, be a nice place to be. Hang on. Just trying to make sure I don't lose. Uh, uh, super chat here from... Do we got it? There we go. Uh, Dada Dada saying uh, hello, everyone. I was there tonight, and it was hot.
1: It sounded like it was great crowd, great atmosphere, and that really does add on to the to the feel of the of the event. Right. Uh,
2: Marvin B again. Dom should go down to NXT to this heel heat. Uh, No, no, Marvin. Marvin. I think. I I think Dom's next. Dom's next stop is WrestleMania against his dad. I think that's what they've been planning for mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
2: So we'll see. Uh, night one, saying Justin should support should sport purple gear next Monday to support Judgment Day. Uh,
1: sure, <laughs> wear a little bandana or something.
2: I might. Yeah. I mean, if she, I mean, I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do a little time in the in the cell block. It seems to be uh seems to be. I areas. did. I
1: did some time in the drunk tank. Four hours. I know what Dominic is going through. Did you really? Yo, yes. So I, oh. I was at a bar. <laughs> Shut up. I was at a bar and I was bored. So I tried to start a fight between two girls. I told one that she was gonna screw her husband. I told the other one that the girl said she was ugly. I was just trying to get them to fight, and then they fought, and then they called the cops, and everybody blamed me, and they threw me in the drunk tank for four hours. I got you, Dominic. That's why I love this gimmick. I've been there. Wow. Four hours <laughs> in the insane. drunk tank. <laughs> They so said this... she did do nothing wrong. This girl's just drunk. Throw her in there until she sobers up.
2: Wait, was this in New York or Puerto Rico?
1: It was in Indiana.
2: Indiana? You got wild in Indiana. <laughs> oh
1: <my> yes. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Chat tonight oh, for okay. getting that story.
4: Okay. All right. I, <laughs> I, I learned
1: a lot from that. I learned that I've never been the same ever since. <laughs>
4: Jimmy, they made me take
1: off my high heels and put on some croc-looking shoes. How dare they! Wow,
2: Jimmy, you've you've uh, ridden the road
4: and been around the world. Have you ended up in a drunk tank ever? <laughs> uh, not in the drunk tank. Let's just say that I have. Uh, you know. Mm, never mind. I, no, yes, no, I, no, 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 no. I told no, my story, Jimmy. No, no,
1: I told to my fair, story.
2: No, 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 to be fair, I put him on the spot for that. I put him if he doesn't want to answer. He doesn't That's answer. okay. Yeah.
1: He, you do a hard time, Jimmy.
4: No, uh, no, I've been in, I've put myself in, in tough uh, physical situations where uh, driving was an issue and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, you you got to be careful. And and I just, you know. You told,
2: I'm, well, you, you've told us you don't have to rehash. You told the story about being with Andre and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i mean you told that yeah i mean
4: yeah that it it was with andre and i know that um uh i was asked if they could drive for me and i said look if we pull up to the building uh which was maple leaf gardens here in toronto and i'm not driving then there will be an issue especially since andre had me sit down and have you don't refuse
1: to to so i get
4: so i got back to to maple leaf gardens and uh i'm trying to (laughs) you know i have the keys to jack tunney's Cadillac, and I'm trying to here you go, Mr. Tony, and stuff like this, and hand him back this guy. Just Jimmy, come here. He says, Uh did you have a couple of drinks with Andre? And I went, I didn't really answer. He says, go into my office, grab a coffee, and stay there, and and don't let any of the op- so he kind of figured it out, and he was kind of cool. He he said, I get it. You know, Andre was the one giving you the drinks. You didn't want to piss him off, so you're drinking with him. And that's what I yeah. always say. Yeah.
1: That's what I always say. I'm like, I don't want to piss anybody off, so I'm just gonna have these drinks there you go and then i end killer. up with the drunk tank, jimmy
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> killer style saying isa is a whole mood
4: That's thing. yeah so i do give jack Tunney uh, uh, a thank you for not yeah you, know, you know shoveling me out the door and just saying hey right you know what i get it you were there with 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 the giant and you just go sit in my office have some coffees until you feel better
1: respect because i got snitched on the cops showed up at the bar and everybody pointed the finger at me for trying to start the fight between the two girls don't snitch whatever you're doing people in the chat do not snitch it's not cool right
2: especially in indiana so uh marvin I mean, Fon-
1: Bar, what do you expect
2: marvin uh marvin <laughs> i have never I, I, I have one indiana memory <laughs> <that>. <laughs> uh marvin b uh no i was just saying a year ago i wanted to go to i wanted him to go down and talk about dom I wanted him to go down to nxt because he was not entertaining me and now oh. i want him to be beat by his dad and cheer for it yeah i agree with that Marvin.
1: yeah me no. too there was there was a there was a segment where ray mysterio and and dominic showed up in nxt they had that interaction with yeah. the guy on the fantasma mm-hmm. that was it i thought i thought ray was there dropping him off but that wasn't the case <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah no I think Marvin we all we all uh yeah. can can get that Let um, me double right. check uh she black uh Issa maybe it's that good um that was a little <laughs> earlier so I think I think I think I missed the timing on that that yeah that one but sorry uh <laughs> so good. I think everything else we'll get to White just
1: it. lost to Eddie
2: yeah kids. Yeah, I see oh, everybody's filtering in. So Jay White. so that look, means
1: look, look, I'm hardcore. Okay. I have it right here. I'm watching it. Look at
2: you. Multitasking,
1: so, baby. And so
2: the so the stip so the stip was it was, it was him and Eddie Kingston, right?
1: Loser, loser mm. leaves town stipulation yeah. and Jay White. I was not expecting that, but Jay White I, and the contract rumors, this really gonna get the internet talking.
2: <laughs> I don't want I mean that's a whole lot of the podcast. Like I, I, I don't I don't know, like it, if his music hits, is like is that, is, or if he, if his name shows up on the video wall, like, is that? Main you night know, after maniac. I like it is how big of an how big of a needle move is that I guess is what I
1: You know, it's funny that you say that because I always go back to the 2016 Royal Rumble and shout out to Mama Demon, as we call her on my streams. My mom is a big wrestling fan, but she watches the mainstream stuff. And I was watching that rumble with her next to me. And when AJ Styles came out, I went crazy. And I turned around and she's sitting there saying, Who is he? <laughs> and I was like Oh, like it hurt my feelings. But at the same time, it made me realize that a lot of times we think that everybody should know who these people are and people don't know who they are. So I don't know what the reaction to Jay White would be in WWE. I just I I don't it doesn't matter where he goes. He's going to be successful. He's a great wrestler.
2: He's almost somebody like AJ. I got because AJ had been. Um, yo, AJ- my mom, right.
1: my mom, no sold AJ, just like. well,
2: well, but but but, <laughs> but 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 like AJ had been the face of TNA, and he had been and he gone to the play, and he had he had been about as as big of a star as you can be, having never had a match on TV in WWE. AJ, AJ was when he made his rumble debut, so I got that being a cold. And he and he got the reaction that that that, that fit, and, and obviously he's he's at this point he's a WWE Hall of Famer. At my point, he's gonna at my, in my opinion. J, Jay White's somebody I would almost say like, don't have him be the cold night after Mania surprise. Maybe do the backstory. Maybe do some vignettes saying that he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Get the people buzzed up and waiting to figure out when right. he's going to make his appearance. Right. I, I I that my opinion. I know there's some fans out there that know his entire career by every match, and they're telling me that I'm I'm crapping on them but that's just
1: it was it was a big reality check for me as a wrestling fan because my mom has i watch wrestling because of my mom so just to see her lack of reaction to styles back then it like hit me where i was like okay pete there are people that are strictly wwe and really have no clue what's going on outside of that like that that really does happen
2: Okay. All right, well, that'll certainly be something I'm sure we'll be talking on the, on these podcasts as the we weeks go on, as, as the rumor, yep. rumor mill heats up. All right, let's keep it going with the Chamber here. we got the men's Elimination Chamber match mm-hmm. for the United States title. Of course, the champion enters the ring first. He's going to be in one of the pods, Austin Theory. Also in the pods, Montez Ford, Bronson Reed, and Damian Priest. The two men who are going to start out in the ring are Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins. Rollins, obviously, with the most experience in these mm-hmm. Chamber matches out of everybody uh just a quick few highlights here montez ford drops he climbs to the top of the cell and uh, chamber and drops almost basically in a I
1: hope he's okay
2: in a shooting star <laughs> kind of formation uh that was that was the first uh in the chamber here uh we saw a triple super kick on bronson reed uh then a curb stomp then a frog splash finally bronson reed is the first to be eliminated but a good showing for the for the for the for bronson reed got a lot of heat from
4: the montreal crowd everybody was in the
1: match before anybody got eliminated which i loved
4: yeah correct and and also uh, he was bronson reed was protected because it took pretty much everybody to beat him
2: right so reed's eliminated but as jimmy said protected um Johnny Gargano, it looks like he's going to be power-bombed off the top of a pod by Rollins, but Gargano counters that. It basically runs Rollins off the pod. I don't think we've ever seen that before. That was a big spot. Gargano yeah. is eventually going to get eliminated, but again, great showing by him. Priest, he's going to get eliminated, but he had his shine, was dominating at I, one point.
1: Yeah, I liked him in mm-hmm. this match a lot. Uh,
2: and then finally, Montez Ford. He was my pick, actually, for this. He does get eliminated uh, after getting curb-stomped uh, and then Theory capitalizes and pins Ford. Now, here's where things get interesting. Ford gets pinned. So now we're down to just Austin Theory and Seth Rollins. Ford is selling like that curb stomp may have concussed him. He looks like he's, he's Batman. He's on Dream Street, rolling of the eyes. Refs come in. Medical staff comes in. They have to open the chamber up. Bravo to Ford, who's really selling it, that it looks like he's dazed and confused. Well, while that chamber is open and they're getting Ford out, all of a sudden, here comes Logan Paul, who has been yapping at the bit with Seth Rollins. Logan Paul comes in, takes out and attacks Seth Rollins. That leads to Elson Theory's perfect opportunity for an A-Town down. Theory comes into the Chamber as champion, leaves the Chamber as champion. We'll table him. We'll talk about him in a second. But Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. Can't Logan wait. Paul, Issa, getting the heat from the Montreal crowd. This is going to be a very interesting WrestleMania attraction.
1: I can't wait i popped huge um when logan showed up and i was expecting him to show up look at my drinking games tonight you will see that i was expecting him to show up but i when it came down to set and theory i couldn't help but to think Something has to happen here. Otherwise, they shouldn't leave somebody else in there with theory just to like make it seem a little, you know, everybody thought it was going to come down to this, too. I love seeing Logan Paul. I cannot wait to see what Logan Paul can do against somebody like Seth Rollins. We've seen him, you know, be a little more limited. I think Seth is going to really bring out the best in Logan Paul. I can't wait. He doesn't need a title. So I think it is the right choice to not have Seth Rollins win here. I just want to give a shout out to the other people in this match who really shined tonight. I really thought Montez Ford was incredible tonight. I love what they did Mm -hmm. for Damian Priest to the point that I thought for a sec, I was getting excited. I'm like, oh my God, are they going to give it to Priest? Why not? I thought he looked great. Bronson Reed, like I said earlier, the fact that nobody was eliminated and everybody was in. This is I I had to go back and rewatch a few, but this is up there for favorite chamber matches. I thought everybody shined tonight. I thought it was so good, great storytelling, awesome for Austin Theory to still retain. That's a big deal, and it gives a big rough to the United States Championship. I love this match, and if it wasn't because I was so emotionally invested in the main event, this is up there for match of the night as well for me.
2: Yeah, Jimmy, six guys in this match, and again, other than um other than rollins everybody else is, is is relatively young in in terms of mm-hmm. wwe careers but all six even seth who's again he's done everything he's been do all six stock went up
4: right That's the challenging thing. That's hard to
2: do. It
4: is. It is very hard to do. And that's a challenging thing about matches like this because usually someone has to get sacrificed in this to make the others look good. But in this case, everybody came out shining in some form or fashion, even in a losing situation. And that is, uh, I don't know, it's rare. Let's put it that way. It's rare, but uh, I thought everybody came out looking good. Johnny Gargano came out looking good after this. We
1: he needed it. He needed it. Yes,
4: he did yeah. need it.
1: Bronson Reed needed this. Yeah. Like, everybody needed that good showing. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jimmy, but no. there was at one point or another where you're looking at everybody and saying, I don't mind if this person wins. I don't mind if this person... You're looking at all six of them. I don't mm-hmm. care if any of them win because they all looked so freaking good tonight.
4: Mm-hmm. And and getting to the point where, you know, where Logan Paul enters the ring, the way that was done looks so well, was well done. Because a lot of people bought into, oh, you know, I hope, I hope that Montez Ford is okay. Everybody was hoping that right. Ford was okay. And then we saw that spot. And I even I went like, boy, maybe they rang his bell. And then when, when Logan Paul came out, I went, ah, very creative. Nicely done. Yeah.
1: Well done. Yep.
4: Yeah. Uh, well done.
2: I mean, um, I, again, I, I thought going into this that again, I thought I thought Montez Ford. My logic was uh, Rollins. Definitely not. He's got the the Logan Paul thing. I was like, Gargano, not yet. He, he's, he, they still haven't hit a stride with him yet in the uh, on Raw. I thought Bronson Reed still too young, still too new, not young, too new to the to the audience. Mm-hmm. I was like, theory. He doesn't need to. He he doesn't need it. So then, based it came on to the me,
1: rumors, right? I thought well, that's why I told you I thought Priest was taking it.
2: <laughs> even aside from rumors, just theory doesn't need it. You know what I mean? So it came down to me yeah. to to Ford or Priest. Yeah. Then I'm like, I could even see Priest. I could see them bringing your boy Bad Bunny back. I, I was like, I don't know. And so know. Ford to me really felt like this was the time. I thought this was gonna be the one. Um, but it wasn't him. It's okay. But I'm okay with theory retaining. We'll, we'll, we'll you know that. I mean. It, look it, I would have to think it, you know theory's gonna take on edge okay' roll mm-hmm. he's gonna right. I assume retain and beat a legend he's gonna start running his mouth and I mean look is it, 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 John Cena versus Austin theory for the. US title again, if you're gonna have one world championship if you were consult if you are combining the two straps and, and Roman is one world champion, this continues the project of making the US and IC titles as big as possible to the point to where they could headline shows that yeah. Roman's not on. Mm-hmm. Right, And also yeah. Theory up against John Cena would be about as, the biggest thing you could do. Mm-hmm.
1: I just, I'm happy. I love this match. It's up there for me as far as favorite yeah. chamber matches of all mm-hmm. time. And the fact that six people were in there before any elimination and I was thinking any of this guy could take it right now and I will be perfectly okay with it. And it didn't feel predictable. I, I, once it came down to Theory and Rollins, I had my suspicions montez for shine i think this is a coming out party maybe we are moving into his singles run i don't want the street profits broken up we did it with the new day where some of them went on to become successful xavier Woods won king of the ring biggie and kofi won titles you don't have to break up the street profits for montez to have a single run so keep that in mind please
2: no i agree with that uh, andrew uh andrew Ung, 999 super chat earlier thank you andrew uh, say Montez selling was incredible tonight. Him falling mm-hmm. down by the door had me worried about him. Yeah. yeah uh, then uh, he goes on to say, then when Logan Paul shut up, I knew I was got. I hope Ford gets a push soon. I mean, same. I yeah. kind of figured I was like, all right, what are we doing here? Because, like, I mean, I, they showed the replay. They First of all, they showed the replay of the curb stomp. Right. Yeah. If, somebody's, if somebody's legit hurt, they're not going to show replays until they know if mm-hmm. they're okay. So when they showed the replay, I'm like, all right, well, that's kind of telling. Mm-hmm. but still he was doing a really good sell job and you're right uh andrew yeah they tried to get him out the steps and then he kind of just faltered really great but obviously again ploy to get logan paul in there excellent mm-hmm. execution by all involved um right but I they said definitely...
1: is gonna slap
2: mm-hmm. Mark my um, it's
1: gonna be a it's, banger
2: it's it's gonna be moments that are gonna go the same way that logan paul's moment with uh, ricochet at rumble right It's gonna they're they're gonna go viral. It's gonna be some the things that Logan
1: Paul did against Roman. And as much as I love Roman and he's my favorite of all time, I think Seth in ring is better. I can't wait to see what they do here. Yeah, and 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 Seth is becoming such a big character right now, where he doesn't have to be involved in a title story to get these huge matches at WrestleMania. We saw him get Cody the return mm-hmm. last year. We're gonna see him get Logan Paul. Very happy for Seth to to it, still be it, doing these big things. It's
4: gonna they're they're gonna do something very memorable at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, one thousand and, and it's gonna it's gonna get people talking for sure. Mm-hmm. And
2: and out of Seth and Logan, who's going to wear the most outlandish outfit? That'll be another thing to watch for. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah. Terry Allen Jr. Terry Allen going Montez is a superstar. I think we'd all agree to that. Yeah,
4: and and I like the fact that the, the, they mentioned that if he were to win the United States Championship, he offered his partner Dawkins a shot at that title. I, I thought it was a nice little interesting sidebar that they had uh, during the match.
2: Yeah, stands by what Issa what said and I've said in the past. You don't they don't have to break up and be they don't right. one doesn't have to stab the other in the back. Doesn't have to be that way. Right. Uh Scott Lankford with a Canadian uh five dollars. Um that Gargano uh with the hurricane rana uh, looks scary as hell on top of that scary looking hurricane rana off the prod. This felt mm-hmm. like Gargano breakout night. He
1: needed that. Yep. Gargano needed tonight desperately. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I've been invested into what he's done since he came back. Tonight was a little bit of a coming out party. As a mm-hmm. matter of fact, as soon as I figured out that we were going to start with Seth and Gargano, I was like, give me my popcorn because this is yes. going to be good. Just Even just from the start of this match, you knew mm-hmm. you were in for a good time.
2: Yeah. And sorry, I, I took off his uh super. He was referring first before the hurricane round the move of
1: yeah. with Bronson
2: yeah. Reed. Uh where and yeah. then right. commentary sold it where it looked like Argana. Bronson Reed to looked fold.
1: crazy strong tonight, too. Mm-hmm. The priest looked incredible. I mean, like bravo. I can't yep. wait to see what people are saying about mm-hmm. this match. I haven't had time to look on social media, but I personally loved it for everybody.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tina Miller jumping in from a few minutes ago back from our New Japan talk. She said, I love you guys. Eddie won. I'm so happy. Of course, It was a great match, yeah, too, yeah.
1: and you don't feature him on AEW television. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yep.
2: Uh, that's a whole different podcast. Um, all right. Uh, so that. So there we go. So the Chamber, men's match. I think the favorite amongst all of us out of the two, not not a knock at all on the women's, but mm-hmm. uh, the men definitely uh, accomplished a lot of, right. with what's going on here. So uh tune in monday yeah. with uh, took, myself they,
4: yeah they took their time in the match to tell stories and everything that they did yeah. that was huge moves meant something instead of rushing over to the next one
1: yeah
4: right. and you know i
2: guess this is also it's also a benefit of the situation of having your premium live events on it was this one when it was w network now it's peacock mm-hmm. you're not up at that hard time you know we jimmy right. you, you lived it in the yeah. 90s and uh, in, in the 2000s, when you're on the pa- traditional pay per view model, when you got to be out by a certain time, you know, that but the fact that they essentially have infinite real estate TV mm-hmm. time tonight, so that yeah. helps let things true. breathe. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's talk well, about help, the main event.
2: It helps letting things breathe because this last one you got to let it breathe. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about minutes of no touching and no mm-hmm. physicality, but the crowd just at a fever pitch Mm -hmm. 902 days 902 days as your champion uh more even longer since he had even been pinned but 902 days as champion roman reigns enters against sammy zane they played it right reigns comes out first milk the entrance milk the heat Mm -hmm at least a minute of time after his music is done of just letting the crowd engage and chant at him until Sammy's music hits that's an entrance of itself <laughs> Sammy going around the barricade at one point to friends and his wife who would be shown regularly this is definitely a touch of the new regime uh, if, 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 you know previously Vincent, and them the, the, you know family would sit in that hard camera section but not often shown unless they were part of a big angle of the story sammy's when they wife did post is not- a
1: interview with sammy saint's wife mm-hmm. all on their social media and their youtube today i had a feeling this was going to play a part
2: uh yeah and 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 and, and, they, and but you know just the amount of sh- the camera cuts they did this was just this felt different it felt it felt organic quite frankly um roman versus sammy Heavy fu Roman chants going on for this mantra. Mm. Please, crowd. we don't need to talk about that,
1: Lamar. Please move
2: on. Mm, I, I, mm. I, 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 uh, sweetie, I'll meet you. I can, I, I have the power <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> right now, she's muted. Look at that! Wow. Look wow. at that! Look at that! <laughs> don't get oh she, oh she's trying to oh don't you try that. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, minutes of uh, just fever pitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she goes away. Go. Minutes of fever pitch uh reactions before they even touch. Uh, great match. Let's get into the let's get into the climax here. Sammy gets his own Superman punch in. Sammy gets two Huluva kicks in. A blue thunder bomb. There's a ref bump. The first. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Uso comes in, attacks Sammy Zayn. One, two, no doing. False finish. Second ref bump. Roman Reigns has got a chair. Here comes Jay Uso. What's Jay going to do? Jay does not hit Sammy with the chair despite Roman's request of such. Sammy accidentally spears Jay. Jay's out of the fold. Roman Reigns starts to abuse Sammy with this chair. And finally, the match ends with a spear from Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns does retain. His title 902 days and counting before we get to that. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about the post match as Roman Reigns has won. Jimmy jumps back and starts beating on Sami Zayn. KOs music hits KO comes out stunners for everybody. Paul Heyman starts swinging at him. Stunner to Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. Sammy gets a Huluva kick on Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns has defended and retained his title. There are still fractions amongst the bloodline. Sammy does stand tall with his music playing aloud with his best friend having given him an assist. Isa, I will turn to you because I know that you have so much emotion invested in this super chats. We will get to you shortly. Isa, take it
1: away. I don't know what emotions you think I have invested in this. I've been telling Mm -hmm. everybody that Sammy saying was a traitor and Roman Reigns was winning tonight. And of course, as always, when it comes to Roman Reigns, I was right. Was it done right? Yes. I liked it. I love seeing the Uso showed up. I love that they got the Kevin Owens. I did. I, I will say, and this might shock people, it is getting a little bit repetitive. I need to see something different from the bloodline, from Roman Reigns, Jimmy Uso, the breath bumps. It's overdone. And and it was great tonight because emotions were high and we were all invested. But going into mania, no matter what happens, whether it's Cody, whether it's a triple threat, no matter what, I I just need to see a different kind of win from Roman. But I love the crowd reaction. I just love how invested we were. I don't know where we're going with this. To me, it doesn't feel like it's done. But there was never a doubt. I I, I tried telling everybody, including Glenn, Glenn, that Roman was winning here. I'm not shocked. I mean, this is what I expected to happen predictable
2: actually thank you jimmy jimmy we have questions that need to be answered so it's a reason Uh to tune into smackdown uh jay did not deliver that execution no that roman wanted and then Mm -hmm. jay got accidentally speared by sammy so there's questions there Mm -hmm. i ask you this the predictable but logical scenario would be If Roman Reigns is defending his 900-plus days championship against now Cody Rhodes Mm -hmm. on one night of Mania, that on that same night or another night of Mania, the Usos with their 500-and-something-day tag team reign Mm -hmm. would defend it against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. That's what I think we're going to get to. Mm -hmm. Do you agree and or is that the best use of all parties involved given Sami's elevated rub? Of his good now that he has
4: it makes the most sense right now, it does, anyways, is to have uh Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because they have been presented as good friends for many many years now to take to be the ones to uh extract the tag team titles from the Usos. And that being said, it also lends to a great story Cody's story of going after the the main championship, uh, the undisputed Universal championship of Roman reigns. So it's, it, from a make sense standpoint, I think that is the direction to go in because uh, th- this is the story that's being told for a long yeah. time now. And people are inv- thoroughly invested in it. And yes, some people say, well, you can see it coming. They're telegraphing it, but that's the beauty of it. It's being done so well it doesn't matter if they're telegraphing it. It's like Gisa said, nobody expected Sami Zayn to win the title tonight, but still the crowd played all, bought in. The, those false finishes tonight, some of them were incredibly close and done so well. So it, you can still tell that story even though the expected outcome is what you expected.
2: Yes, and we have a we have some super chats. We get to even a question for you, Jimmy. But before we get to them, I'll say this again, and I, and I said something like this on Busted Open. Well, first off, I always, I always say this. It's okay if it's predictable, if it's logical. But I'll say right. this with Sammy. They, 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 they had you bite a few times. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and props to the ref, props to Roman for the timing of the two and seven-eighths of some of the kickouts mm-hmm. of where you thought, man, maybe we're going to see Daniel Bryan 2014, right, where we've called the audible. Mm-hmm. But I stand by this, and it's not a knock. It's just reality. Fans want to see Sami Zayn beat Roman Reigns because of the storyline. Roman Reigns just happens to be the world champion. Fans also want to see Cody Rhodes fulfill a career and a dynasty and a legacy and be WWE world champion in a WrestleMania main event. It doesn't matter who that world champion is. It doesn't matter if that world champion is Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. It doesn't matter. People want to see Cody Rhodes become world champion. People want to see Sami Zayn beat Roman Reigns, who just okay. happens to be the champion. That is the difference right here. Mm-hmm. And I think this was the right call, all things considered. Uh, now we now we move to where the heart of the, of the drama is, which is between Jey Uso and Sami Zayn at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to put the bloodline front and center. many weekend Roman's going to be defending his uh his, his historic title run, the Usos with their uh tag title run. Uh, this has been here for a lot, a-, a while, so let's let's get to it. Uh, Corey Pride, mm-hmm. Jimmy,
4: would you have taken all those ref bumps? Yeah, uh, um.
1: I don't know, ref bumps tonight. A would I have?
4: Would I have taken all those ref bumps if they asked me to? and If that's what they wanted? Hey, I'm a professional. I do what's asked of me. Uh, would I want to take them? Uh, the F5 from uh, Brock? Probably not. Yeah, that, <laughs> a, but uh, then again, hey, it's what I get paid for, right? That's right, Tommy O.
2: Ten dollars had a great time watching the premium love event tonight, and as a bonus, I watched Issa on her channel oh. throughout the Roman Sammy match. Priceless! Have you called your doctor yet about your 120 plus heart rate?
1: I was checking my heart rate throughout that main event because I was too invested, and I actually got up to like 130. But I do have a heart condition where my heart rate is usually faster than normal. So a 120 is, like, slightly fast for me. Uh, but I have not called my doctor, no. But I, I I, I, went through some emotions during that main event. Thank you for checking out the channel, Tommy.
2: Her uh, heart was beating like a lab rat. You literally All right. Um, Mark, 999. Roman is up there with the greats for near-fall kickouts. Oh, yeah, He's getting that shoulder up. Kurt Angle is at the top of my list. Who's up there for you guys and Lady uh, I mean yeah, I mean Roman's great at it. I mean, you know, Sean Triple had H. the flare mm-hmm. Sean Triple H they all had the flair for the dramatic. Uh Jimmy, am I Jimmy, I- I'm gonna set you up here. I think I know the answer to this. I think I think one of the keys to being a great what are you pointing at? Uh this
4: Be- gentleman
1: right here.
4: He's on. pointing
1: at Eddie is, Eddie, is that Eddie? Yes it is. Yep. Yeah. Viva la raza. Hang on. I gotta switch <laughs> out. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Love me, so I get rid of. There you go. He's coming back. He's coming back. We just have technical difficulties. Please there stand by. He's back. There we yes, go, there go, We were pointing at Eddie.
2: Yep, that's what I get for wireless technology. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, Eddie was great, but but Jimmy, uh, I would have to say too, one of the keys to being a great near fall, false finish, kickout. He's the ref is on the ref. Mm -hmm. They need to verbalize and say one, two, because in all the commotion going on, Mm -hmm. the last thing you want is to confuse hearing the thinking. The first one was actually the sound of the ref's body hitting the mat or
1: something like that. Right.
4: Yeah, you have to be very vocal, and not only that, you have to position yourself in a spot where the person being pinned can see you. Right. Because that's that's why when when I see sometimes pins happening and the referee's at the guy's butt, I'm like, like
1: the opposite side.
4: Yeah. And I'm like,
1: uh,
4: and yes, some some guys are thinking, well, I don't want to block the camera. Look, if you're not seeing the shoulders, then you're not counting. And the guy can't see you or whoever's being pinned can't see your, 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 you know, your motion. And also consistency with your count, because I've noticed a lot of times with some refs anyways, that their counts are quicker when it's a false finish and when right. it's when it's the finish they kind of like won, right make, you know what make. i mean the, keep the cadence consistent but uh uh those false finishes in the match tonight with roman and uh, and sammy were tremendous yep yeah, agree
2: very good uh, another super chat andrew coming in here tonight was like ecw uh, was 06 ecw one night stand fans and mm-hmm. cena montreal uh, uh gave roman the business uh, it, it had that hostile mm-hmm. environment you know yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: but they knew they knew what was yeah. going to happen.
4: Yeah, TV mature—that's for sure. TV <laughs> mature.
2: Uh, Scott Lankford coming in. What would you think of Cody versus Roman Night One? Cody first to pin Roman, and then Zane versus Roman Night Two. Zane gets that W to end the story. I think the st- Scott. I think it's. I think it's done. It's done in the sense of Zane's going to move on now. Mm-hmm. He and Jay. Uh, you are going to have to have a whatever and 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 that's where we move to. You know, right. Sammy could not dethrone the head of the table. He's not going to at least not directly. Now, that's not to say that Cody takes on Roman, it's not to say that Sammy doesn't make Later himself involved on, in that. Right. It, yeah. So, but I think you know, again, and this goes back to and Scott, what you're suggesting? I was doing this prior to Rumble. I was still not accepting that they have merged the two physical world straps into one title. I still said, okay, you have two nights of mania, Roman Reigns is a huge star, have him fight two matches. But it is it is clear that they want to consolidate and go back to one world champion which is the better philosophy I, 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 but I,
1: I, 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 but, I but to do that you he, all think that roman is gonna lose he can fight both nights he's not losing either one it doesn't matter if it's sammy saying it doesn't matter if it's cody Rhodes. it doesn't matter who it is he's not losing like he's gonna make it to a thousand days mike mike words clip it i will pin it he's gonna make it to a thousand I, days
4: Speaking of which, I thought it was very interesting tonight that, uh, you know, that uh, drawing comparisons, uh, Michael Cole gave us the uh, Bruno San Martino and Ivan Koloff story. Yes. I didn't yeah. like the fact that he stated that Ivan Koloff was from Montreal. He should have yeah. said that when he emigrated to North America, he made Montreal his home. That, right. At least at least say it that way, as opposed to saying he is from Montreal.
1: Asa, well, it's, it's, just,
4: not, it's, it's a not, little It's, thing, it's, it's know, nice but... that it's nice that Michael Cole's even allowed to pull history.
1: It well, they the, have to do what they have to do to like put where the pay per view is. PLE is over, I right. guess, right? Like, is that the way that it feels as a Roman Reigns fan? I don't think he's losing either one night. I want him to main event both nights because that will make him an eight-time WrestleMania main event. He will tie Hulk Hogan, and that way we can go on to break the record main event a couple more. So that way nobody can just live up to the greatest of all time.
2: Well, I think he's only main eventing one night, but, this, yeah. but he's no, he's main eventing might-
1: both nights. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point is he's not losing. He's walking out of WrestleMania still. WWE. It'll be,
2: this it'll be one. It'll be one night, but maybe he breaks a record still soon. I, I think nice. I think Rhea Ripley and Charlotte probably are the other night at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean cool. Even though things going down. Um I mean just I mean this 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 again, this Elimination Chamber, Stop. probably the most hyped chamber mm-hmm. premium live event slash pay-per-view. And the chamber match, the gimmick match was not even the 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 focal point, which is just mm-hmm. an incredible kind of Creative, that's what uh... happens when
1: you have a great champion and a great storyline but mm-hmm. i did think both cha- i thought this pay-per-view paley was fun mm-hmm. quality over quantity five matches i care about all of them i thought all of them deliver i am still a little bit unhappy with the brock and bobby lashley finish um but overall i really did think i i, I thought it was a great N-
4: nothing showing. nothing more you can add to that i totally agree with exactly what you said he said and see it you don't have to cram i have to say it at least once every every party <laughs> you don't have to cram 20 pounds of potatoes in a 10 pound bag this was done well like you said only five matches but every match felt important there was meaning behind each one and i was invested in everyone
1: i had to add two more things okay. number one I love you guys in the chat. I love everybody that supports Wrestling Inc. But I've heard this for like two years now. Oh, it's going to be Drew McIntyre. Oh, it's going to be this guy. Oh, it's going to be... It's okay. You guys keep your hope alive. Roman will still be champion. Number two, the Wrestlemania goes to Hollywood ad with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins as the Joker and the man, Batman. Oh! <gasps> Mm-hmm. That was beautifully done, and and I cannot wait to see the rest of this. There's some mm-hmm. rumor out there on who's getting what. The Goodfellas with the bloodline is gonna be epic, based oh. on just what we saw tonight. Seth Rollins at the Joker, Bravo.
2: Mm-hmm. I want to see. I, they have to. I mean, Goodfellas is an iconic movie. I love it. Yes. They have. They have to recreate the. Mm-hmm. You think I'm funny? Mm-hmm. A clown. <laughs> I'm here to amuse you. They have. To. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So him. good! Uh,
1: Seth Rollins did an excellent job, yeah. job dancing those, those steps. I don't know if those were the original steps. I danced down the steps where the actual Joker movie was filmed. It's fun times. Everybody should mm. do it once. Uh,
2: looking in the chat here, uh, you have to translate this, Issa. What does is Artan say? He says here? he loves me. Okay. <gasps> well, we all we all do. Um, <laughs> w Poe piece because of because
1: I oh. talked about so, Roman being so good.
2: Uh, go go go! Suck eggs, uh, Andrew. <laughs> um, Andrew so "Shout out to Cole, Michael Cole for his shot at Tony Khan." I'm biased, Ariel. Hold on. Michael yeah. Cole yeah, has minutes. been
1: so good, so good since since mm-hmm. things changed. His commentary has been quite enjoyable. Even mm-hmm. even some of the matches, the Elimination Chamber, I thought he was great. The main event, I thought he was great. He was great. He's been yeah. great.
2: Yeah, you know it, it is fun to hear him. Kind of, it sounds like he has a whole like. Mm-hmm. New passion, and it's, it's probably just again, he's just handcuffs are off. Maybe
1: I, I do miss uh, it with Pat McAfee. I think Pat really brings out a little bit extra on him, so I can't wait for Pat to be back
2: for sure. Uh, me, lee and Jimmy, how was it being there out there for JBL versus Eddie at Just the Day 2004? And do you think we get Lita at Mania? Uh,
4: to answer your second part of your question first, uh, I think there's a very good chance we get Lita at WrestleMania because it is WrestleMania, so it brings out all. All the superstars, past and present. And as far as being out there with JBL and Eddie, any time out there with those guys was phenomenal. I even remember the time in uh, in Eddie's hometown, uh, El Paso, where they did the, uh, uh, it, it was a live event house show, and Eddie's mom was in the ring and JBL grabbed her hand and she did the heart attack deal. And the place, I, I, I was like scared because I thought everybody, when the crowd was going to rush in, obviously this was a, part of a, uh, a storyline, let's put it that way. Right. Uh, but, oh my goodness, uh, those two guys, you know when you talk about magic between two performers, JBL and Eddie had that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I love seeing those kind of questions because every time I tell people I get to podcast with Jimmy, everybody just wants me to ask you those kind of questions. I'll be like, oh, ask him mm-hmm. what this was like, what this was like, and I'm like, mm-hmm. we have a we have a show to do, I cannot mm-hmm. sit there and ask him questions mm-hmm. for an hour. <laughs>
2: Uh Marvin back in here saying speaking of Becky, who does she face at WrestleMania? Bailey question mark.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: This might be where this might be where Lita comes into play. This might right. be where maybe you get a Lita Becky alliance.
1: Mm-hmm. I think uh yeah, Becky Lita and Twitch versus damage control has damage been control. rumored. Yeah. But yeah. there was also like we did see a little bit of a push for Shayna and Ronda. In the tag team division so does becky find a tag partner to be in the mm. tag team title match i don't know there's we still have a few weeks we still have a month and a half here so we'll see mm. where it goes but Becky's definitely not gonna be left off of wrestlemania right. i will hope so we'll see where it goes
2: right all right what's this what is this one
1: he's saying he's not lying he really does love me i, I love well, you too
2: we get. It. We don't have to play the SAP button every time here. Um. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bernie. Bernie's a great, great. Uh, mm-hmm. uh. Bernie's behind the scenes. Always. He's he's like our stat guy. He's like a moderator. Mm-hmm. Bernie's great. He says kudos to Dan Engler tonight, referee from early days at TNA as Rudy Charles to his well-deserved main event spot. Wish WWE would announce the ref and the Memphis style intros. They right. at least acknowledge the rest mm-hmm. names now. Right. For commentary. Okay. I gotta say too, this this is not the ref, but it's in the, it's in the uh, acknowledging the other participants in the presentation. Mm-hmm. Ring announcer, she did it for the Roman Sammy match name Samantha Irvin, the Irvin or Irvine, I'm sorry, whatever it is, but mm-hmm. her, she is a really good ring. I, I, yeah, you know, obviously, you know, Fink goes down, Howard goes down as a legendary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, despite Jimmy's taste, chimmel has got his mm-hmm. place in history. <laughs> Uh, Lillian Garcia's got her spot. You know, uh, people have the thoughts on Justin Roberts. Samantha,
1: I, 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 so I've good. seen her in per-
2: she, she is hype really, you up. really she good. She
1: knows how to hype matches. I recently started ring announcing, fun fact, and I have been watching, and I just really, really admire her style. And I've been watching mm-hmm. from all times, and I really do think she's up there with some of the best female ring announcers as of the mm-hmm. moment and i do Jeez. announce the referee yeah, name definitely. before the
4: match just for yeah. respect just it it, it 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 looks more um, fight big fight feel
1: right yeah
4: and yeah. and, and w, to their credit
2: wcw did this great and, and mm-hmm. wcw did this great and, and the monday night wars when they brought in michael buffer yeah and the the he would do all he'd mimic all the boxing
4: mm-hmm. he'd
2: announce what they're wearing the colors they're wearing he'd announce the referee Mm-hmm. Who the state commission people were, but it, it, it yeah. but it mimicked that big fight feel. It made you feel like you're watching a Tyson pay per view fight. It, right. You know, there's there's something to be said for that. But Samantha, mm-hmm. she's really really good. Just want to put that out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she really. Uh,
2: is. As we wrap up here on the final super chats, wrestling enthusiasts, Justin, they showed a teaser for that exact parody with Roman and Paul during a commercial. Also, CM Punk was at the New Japan Pro Wrestling show in the crowd. Uh, I'm that's interesting about that Punk. I didn't know that. And uh so Roman and Paul, so they, or so they did the uh, the Goodfellas thing? All right, that's cool. I mean I, I haven't okay. seen that. I, I missed yeah. that. I didn't see I it. it. I too. must
1: have missed it. Yeah. I missed
2: it too. That, that's that's that is the one weird thing. So it's on Peacock tonight. Again, I've said this before. I'm an, I I have Xfinity cable, so I don't pay anything specific to Peacock. I get Peacock rolled into my cable bill, my very expensive cable bill. Mm-hmm. i get rolled into i don't know if i see everything that wb necessarily puts out there because i have to get a certain amount of ads in between the matches so i don't but know right like. mm-hmm. um but thank you for letting me know all There's right you. um fink is the goat mm-hmm. yes bernie good she had the hometowns in the announcement tonight she didn't mention them much so that's are mm-hmm. right there <laughs> <laughs> Justin, Easton, Jimmy, Samantha, or JoJo. I'm gonna go Samantha. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Samantha. Me too. Unanimous. Uh, Roman was doing uh, the I am music. Oh, I can't wait to see this now. Oh. Now you guys are hyping me. Oh. And Joe Pesci Whoa. just turned eighty. Eighty the other day. That, that, that wow. great That's great Right. Okay. All right. Uh, final sixty second notice for anybody. Last call for alcohol, y'all. That means last call for your super chats. Uh... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> last call to get your super chats in before the podcast ends before we do that though let's do all the uh nice plugging and thank yous Issa, ladies first go ahead plug away
1: uh, if you guys, any of you guys watching from Puerto Rico, I will be ring announcing tomorrow for Ponce Pro Wrestling. So come hang out, say hello. Uh, they have made me their official ring announcer So I guess they like my work. Uh, you go, guys can also find me NYC Demon on YouTube. We're like 400 away from 20,000 subscribers. And you can find me here on Tuesday, Wednesdays and Friday. And I'm taking over Lucha Libre Online basically. So go check out my Spanish content over there.
4: Cool. Jimmy. Yeah, you can find me here on Monday nights with Triple J. And on Wednesday nights, the three of us are usually there for our Dynamite reviews. And every once in a while, you get this uh, see us after pay, special PLEs, not pay-per-views anymore. They're PLEs. Well,
1: Revolution is a pay-per-view, so we well, can call sure, it a pay-per-view. Sure.
4: And, uh, of oh. course, you can catch me during the week, uh, from Monday to Fridays, doing my reference on all my social media platforms. And uh, if you need a, a reference T-shirt, you can go to provostantees.com and get one there.
1: And you can find uh, him
4: on Cameo too. Oh, yes.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to Marvin B., who I think is in Paris. He's going to sleep now. Great show, guys. Yes, go to sleep
1: <laughs> Marvin, Paris. you're a real one.
2: <laughs> Mercy, Marvin. Uh, Ricky, thank you. Triple J. Uh, George.
4: J. I.
2: J. George. Uh, well, th- thank you, J. I. J. Yes, i sorry. Mm-hmm. George, uh, you guys are effing dope. Great show uh ricky thank you to the wrestling family so a lot of love a lot of support really appreciate thank all you. you guys Thank you, guys. uh again it is appreciated it very much yes yeah i mean it's the the support in this community is great again I, we cannot stress enough can't reveal all the behind the scenes stuff but if you guys want to help and keep this growing if you want to keep us maybe coming to a town to you as much subscription as you can do on all the platforms all the channels as many five-star ratings, as many nice comments, as much sharing as you can do of the podcast across, again, whatever platform, whether it's YouTube, Twitch, any of the audio ones are fine as well. I mean, I mean the only people who watch the video want to watch Issa anyways. Um, so whatever the case may be, just do all the things, right? Just keep us going. Keep us in business. Do all the things. Uh, we appreciate it. I'm Matt Just LaBar uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. I'll be back Monday night with Jack and Jimmy. Who knows what Raw is going to hold as we are on the sprint now to Mania. And, of course, you can follow me on Friday mornings on Busted Open Radio as well with uh, Dave Lureka and Thunder Rosa. That's going to be that. Big thanks. Be safe. Enjoy the archive. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Be back on Monday night. Thank you to Issa. Thank you to Jimmy. It is good when wrestling is good. It makes the world go round so we can all forget about all the rest of the world problems. Good night. And have fun. Be